Welcome to another episode of Programming Lions. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about... Where do we get the money to send for these foreign countries for aid? And why do we have daylight savings and what is it for? Good questions. Let's get into it. Our first topic today is going to be, where do we get the money to send for these foreign countries aid? Will, you bring up a great question, which is, where do we get the money to do this? There's been a lot in the news recently around the Israel-Palestine war and conflict and sending aid to that. And there's been a lot of foreign aid dollars sent over to the Ukraine for the war that is going on there. On today's podcast, we're not going to get deep into should we or should we not be allying or sending aid to these specific causes, but more so, where do we actually, where does the money come from? When we send them aid, where does that money come from? And so we'll dig, yeah, I dig pretty deep. a bit and, and came up with some answers in terms of where does that money actually come from? So expand on what you found. So I mainly found that most money comes from the taxpayers. The taxpayers are the main people that get the money um, for the taxes. And then how they print out money, that is more of a deeper topic. Mm -hmm. But again, we're not going to debate should we or should we not be sending money, but more so where does it come from? So in a case of wanting to send additional aid over to Israel, this is going through Congress. They're going to approve this. Let's say they approve the budget to send over to Israel. This was money that was not previously in the budget. Yeah. So they have to come up with the budget or free it up or take on debt. debt. I guess the question is, if it's not currently in the budget, then to be able to free up the money to send over there, it would need to come from one of two places. They, they would have a stockpile or a reserve in their budget that they could send to discretionary causes. Okay. I don't think that's the case. As we know, our government likes to, take loves to spend and then they're, they're kind of at their cap. So the other option would be they would take on debt so that they could uh, free up this money. Is that right? Yeah. So what they do mainly is where they take loans kind of mm -hmm. and when they take those loans, they send it over to wherever they want with permission from Congress. But as we know, they don't really do that that much. They just like to spend as much as physically possible. So um, it's I, I don't think they really just take into account how much they've spent. They just do their spends, yes. basically. So, yeah. yeah. Then that causes what they call a budget deficit meaning we didn't have the money in surplus or in excess in our budget. So they have to take on a deficit, also known as they have to take on a debt. So that means Congress has agreed to take on some additional debt to free up this money to send over for these causes. Yep. So let's talk about when we take on debt, and it looks like we will take on additional debt to support allies causes whatever where does that debt come from how is that created 
So, to answer your question, um, this is a quote from Google. To pay for this deficit, the federal government borrows money by selling marketable securities such as treasury bonds, bills, notes, floating rate notes, and treasury treasury inflation-protected securities. Let's use a simple example to kind of put this in perspective for because it can get a little complicated. Yes. But let's just say I need money. I don't have money. I can go and borrow that money. I can borrow it from a buddy. Let's say I'm going to borrow it from you, Will, because you got a ton of cash laying around. I don't. Let's say I come over to you and I say, I need to borrow $10. You give me the $10 and I give you what? $10. Uh, No, you don't give me anything. I give you a pinky. pinky I give you maybe a, a little note that says, I promise to pay you back. That's what they call it. That's a note. And then you never pay them back. Well, that's a that's a whole other thing, Max. But I give you a promise to pay you back, okay? And then I take I, I get the cash from you. That's how I would you know, free up that money, right? Or in a more, say, a more formal example, if I needed money to buy a house and I don't have the money, I go to the bank. The bank gives me a loan. I sign a a mortgage document that promises that I will pay them back over time, right? That's how that's how that works. It's the same thing with the government when they have to take on debt. They use these promissory notes or treasuries or T-bills and they set they sell those to the public. They sell them to foreign countries and that's how they free up the cash. Yes. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. If we boil this down right now, the U.S. government and Biden in particular has proposed that we bring billions and billions of dollars more in aid to various causes overseas, primarily Ukraine and Israel. Mm -hmm. So we will then take on debt to send them cash. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So that's what's happening. That's sort of the mechanics of what is happening let's just say my buddy uh jonathan all right good guy good friend gets in a car accident so (sighs) yeah and he wants to sue the guy that ran into him okay oh okay but he doesn't have any cash and so he's like matt do you have some cash and i'm like well i don't have any cash either so I say, well, Jonathan, can you just, you know, get the money somewhere? No. Okay. I don't have the money either. So I go to the bank because Jonathan's a good friend and I, I want to support him. So I go to the bank and I take out a loan for, let's just say, $10,000. And then I give, I give my buddy the $10,000. Meanwhile, I have a loan and a promise back to the bank for the $10,000. I've given the money to Jonathan with no questions asked. You... You're a good buddy. No need to pay me back, but I'll pay back the bank. What do you think about that? Um, I'm kind of thinking if you give him the money, uh, I kind of think he should pay you back if, like, you're, you know, if, like, you grabbed out all those, then you can actually get some money to give to the bank again. Mm. But, like... It's like me, like, 
most of the money that he got for like suing the person who he got into a car crash with. Yeah. I think maybe you should give him the um so first if he did want that loan, you could maybe first give him the loan and you could also give him the you know, the sheet of paper or whatever. I don't know the name where you have mm-hmm. to pay it back and then mm-hmm. you the, give that to the him. Obligation then, to pay it back as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he also has to pay it back. Yeah. Well that's not how these four and eight things work. But think of it like this. If Jonathan's a good buddy, yeah. I want to help him out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you also don't want to go into debt or whatever. Well, I am going into debt to help him. Yeah, but like still, then you want to get that back. No, I'm not going to get it back. Why? That's how it works. What? That's how that's how foreign aid works. What? What? Okay. Now let's move the scenario forward just a little bit. Let's say my buddy Brad also gets into a car accident right around the same time. Oh god. And he's like, Hey, I don't have any cash. Morphed, do you have cash? Nope. I'm in debt. No, <laughs> I don't. I'm in debt. Up to my ear, I, I'm in debt. But the bank is will I can get money from the bank. So let me go get 10 grand from the bank and give that to you. No need to repay me. You're a good buddy. So now I'm 20 grand in debt, but I've helped out two friends. What do you think? I think I think that I mean like if you get that much in debt, that's a lot of money that's in debt, and you do not want to be in debt. So, I think that that point they should be paying you back. Mm. Okay. Not just, not just like you keeping it for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then there's the question of like, well, what happens then if Eric, Justin, Dan, Andrew, Michael, everyone else, basically, to do a car crash? They need money too. That's a lot more money you have to spend than yeah. Know, well, then why don't more. they like Just take on the debt? It'll be great. And when I'm gone, who pays for that debt? You. Uh, isn't it your the wife? Yeah, the family. So I mean, if you're or they'll gone, take it from our assets, meaning you know you as my beneficiaries. What would would they take if I cannot pay the bank back? You, as my beneficiaries, would have to put forward the assets to offset the debt that I've taken, right, on any inheritance, okay? So, what I'm trying to explain is it's future generations that have to to pay it back. Somebody will have to pay back the debt, right? Yep. Wow. So, that's an interesting scenario. Uh, again, we're not debating whether these are worthy or non-worthy causes. That could be another podcast. But mm, stick taking, around. T- yeah, just stick around. But the taking on the additional debt is an interesting dilemma, and it was something we thought would be fun to cover in terms of where does it come from? How does that? How do the mechanics of all this work? Yeah, it gets pretty deep, though. So it does. Yep, very deep. Okay. Well, thank you for the research, William. That was very cool. Let's move on to the next topic.
If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe, like, comment, share. It really makes a difference for us. Thank you. Until next time.